Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm Monica Swanson and this is the 20th episode. And this is also a special one because we are just to the final topic from my book, Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. We've been going over all of the main topics from Boy Mom and today we are to that very last chapter where we get to talk about Ready, Set, Launch. Yep, we're talking about launching your son into independence one day. And I'm sure the thought of that brings all kinds of feelings um, from sadness to dread to thrill. <laughs> There's so many feelings that we have when we think about our sons one day being independent and not needing us anymore. But I'll never forget, I've mentioned this before, when my firstborn was young and a sweet older woman leaned over my shoulder and said, your greatest job is raising this one to not need you anymore. And after wanting to smack her, I was like, hey, she's right. I need to teach him to be independent in all ways. And so um, that's what this is about. But it's a good thing. It's a good topic and one I want to encourage you to think of positively. And for this topic, I'm so excited because my husband, Dr. Dave, gets to join us today. Um, I love having him talk about launching. He's been such a part of raising our sons to be amazing young men. And so I'm really excited to share our conversation. Um, because in the book, there's not a whole lot of like instruction or practical advice. Um, it's more my heart. That chapter is really summing up the whole book because the whole book is leading up to the launch, right? It's equipping your son with what he needs most. And so finally, in that last chapter, I'm sharing my heart. It was written as I flew back from California when we dropped our son at college. And it was really a word of encouragement for all the moms. So Dave and I are going over a blog post instead. We are going over a post I wrote shortly after we dropped our son at college with seven things you can do now to prepare so that when that day comes to launch your children to independence, whatever that looks like for them, that you're ready and that they're ready. So Dave's going to lead us through those seven things. And then there is a link, of course, to that blog post in my show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. Um, a few more things I want to say before we jump into this conversation. 
one thing is, I think I've only mentioned once ever, but um, my husband, Dave, who you'll hear today, is the man behind the music that I use as my intro and outro here at the podcast. We have been playing around with some new tunes. We'll probably mix things up and try some different things in the future, but I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. Not only is Dave a doctor and a farmer and a great husband and dad, but he is an amazing musician. When I first met him, of course, he was like you know, leading worship and has his beautiful voice. And that just made my heart melt. Um, But now at least he can pull out his ukulele and guitar and do some strumming. So when you hear my intro and outro, you know that is Dave and just wanted to make sure to give him credit for that. And then the other thing I want to do is thank you again for your ratings and reviews. And I'm trying when there's time to share um, one of the reviews here with you. So you know, I read every one. And I'm just reading the most recent one from Mary Kathy. She said she calls it encouraging and inspiring gave me five stars. Thank you so much. And she says, Monica, a million times. Thank you. Your podcast is shining a bright light in my mothering as we prepare for baby number four. Congratulations. Thanks for the encouragement and spurring on to mother well. That is my heart's desire. So thank you. I love to hear um, that that's how you feel about this podcast. And I just appreciate so much, guys, when I see you sharing this podcast on um, social media and giving the ratings and reviews. It means so much to me. So you can always go over. You can pause right now if you like and go over and leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this, I'm going to ask one while I'm while I'm shamelessly asking for ratings and reviews. I want to remind you of one other thing that means so much to me. If you have read my book, whether listened to it on Audible or read um, the book online or in paperback version, if you've read Boy Mom, would you be so kind as to leave a rating and review over at Amazon? Now, my launch team was so great about leaving reviews that right away I got a whole bunch of them, but then it always slows down a little and then people totally forget about it. So if you've read the book, even if you're just halfway through, you can say that in your review, but do leave a rating and review at Amazon. It helps the book be found by more people. It just gives me a little higher ranking and it means so much to me. I read all of those too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to um, let you listen in as Dave and I talk about the big launch. And I hope um, maybe you want to grab your husband, maybe some men want to listen in on this one. And I hope you enjoy getting to know Dave a little through this interview. And I'll hop back on at the very end, but hope you enjoy. Hey, Dave, thanks for joining us on the Boy Mom podcast. Hey, thanks for letting me be here. Yeah. Is this your first podcast? I think this is the first one ever. (laughs) Yay. Well, what a fun day. And we're celebrating the 20th episode of this podcast. So fun to have you here for that. Wow. Let's celebrate. With our coffee, we are celebrating. (laughs) Well, I'm super happy to have you join me. And this is a special topic because we are at the very end of going over all the topics from Boy Mom. And we are at the last chapter, which is all about the launch. It's called Ready, Set, Launch. And this is about raising a son who is ready for independence one day, who you feel is ready to spread his wings and fly the nest. And um, so that's what this chapter is really about. So it's a special one to have you join us for. Well, cool. Thank you. Yeah. And um, before we dive in, why don't you tell people a little about yourself, things they may not know about you other than being a boy dad, my husband. Um, things about me. Yeah. Give us the I'm kind of background. 5'11", blue eyes. I don't know. <laughs> Super <laughs> handsome. <laughs> I'll let you decide. A little scruffy today. Yeah, I haven't shaved for a few days. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, working out in the yard. I guess I, I like to 
play out in the in the, in the yard what do you on grow? a tractor. What do you grow in your in your yard? Man, I'm not. I'm mostly just like cutting weeds, but I'm trying to keep uh, some fruit trees, bananas and papayas and mangoes recently mm, going. They were so good. Trimming the trees and mowing the lawn and. We should have some avocado soon. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. So good. It's last hit and year. miss. Yeah. Hit and miss. Yeah, Dave takes care of our two acres all on his own, and it's a lot of work. Things grow a lot here. It's a yeah perpetual growing season it is over here yeah so we're grateful for that and when you're not farming what are you doing i'm chasing my boys around um like a job oh my job <laughs> uh, yeah i pretend to be a doctor yes at a hospital he's a hospitalist yes and that takes a lot of his time that does it does take quite a bit yeah and from what i hear he's a really nice doctor that's, is that the rumor? I wonder if anyone listening to this was one of your patients once. It, it's it possible. Be. Probably some nurses. I know some of your nurses listen to this podcast. So shout out to the nurses. <laughs> yes. They, they do all the hard work, actually. Without, yeah. Without them, I, without them, I'm nothing. That's right. It's a team thing. Well, we are excited that you can take some time to join us today. And we're going to talk about this topic of launching our sons you've been a big part of preparing our boys to launch hmm. and um this is just a special topic to me because well in this chapter really it wasn't so much informational i wasn't giving a lot of practical advice it was more my heart because i actually wrote this chapter on the airplane ride home from dropping our firstborn at college and this chapter was a way for me to just encourage moms at the end of the book and share so much of my heart for the whole message of the book is really preparing to launch your child. Mm. So that's what this chapter was about. And um, and you remember, wasn't that, it's been a year now since we launched Josiah. Wasn't that fun? That was great. That was, yeah, it was fun to see all the hard work, his hard work and our work and yeah, and uh, him taking off the launching pad and and the Up good news the is it was a happy time saying goodbye. It was. It was it was probably a little sad for you in a way, but in the end it was all happy, I think. Yeah. You cried a tear. No, I cried before we left the house, but once we got there, it was like I didn't need to cry. It's okay. I cried on the inside a little bit. <laughs> As you do. But, but it was overall fun. It was super fun. He was ready and we were ready, and yep. that is what this is all about. You want to be ready when that day comes. And yeah, and you know what? You wrote a blog post I did. about all of this, didn't I you? Did. Yes. And I just happened to have it in my hands printed <laughs> Look out. Look at you. You are a natural at this. Yeah, it was called How to Launch Well Seven Things to Do Now to Successfully Launch Your Kids When It's Time. That's right. Because, see, we came back from that trip, and I was like, man, that was so good. Why was it so good? And that inspired me to write this blog post because whether your kids are three or 13, whatever age they are, I encourage you moms and hopefully today some dads listening to do the work now to be intentionally thinking about the launch day so that when the day comes, you too feel ready. So that's what this is all about. And we're going to run through these together. You want to start Yeah, there's, there's seven things, seven things to do now for a successful launch later. Number one is spend plenty of quality time with your children while they are growing up. Yeah, that sounds kind of obvious, but... Yeah, but time is not just time, it's quality time. And quality time. I mean, what is that? That's right. How does that look? 
Yeah, I think it's, again, being intentional, the magic word it's there. Our, our favorite our par- parenting word, right? It is. But really, yeah, it's um, investing the time, getting to know them as an individual, letting them get to know you, really developing a relationship, having some fun, doing things. Yeah, yeah, doing doing things together and just quality conversations, part of quality time, right? Totally. Sadly, I have heard from moms who say when the day came for their son or daughter to launch, they were sad because they really felt like they had missed out on their growing up. They just like realized in their busyness or in the kids' busyness, they hadn't really felt like they developed as much of a relationship as they had wished. So you do not want that. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Quality time. Get to know them. And number two is allow them to develop increasing independence. <laughs> yeah. I think that that can be hard for some moms um, to just start to give your kids more freedom to make choices sometimes make bad choices Um, of course you're going to do that according to their readiness their maturity what you see in them but as they're in high school you got to start letting them direct their own life a little bit right yep start like you kind of talked about in your book the fence is that what it was um boundaries the boundaries (laughs) which are like fences yeah you kind of keep them keep them safe inside the fence but yeah eventually we got to start letting them get out a little further and roam and roam (laughs) Roam a little yeah and and developing that independence to um kind of make decisions about the direction they want to go in their future and doing different things that they learn to manage their own life and josiah i know as he got to the later years of high school was doing a lot of things like getting his car serviced you know making his own doctor's appointments Mm. and i'm probably going into the next yeah which is number three teach them life skills early yes so they do need i mean they once they are launched you're not going to be there to fix their stuff or walk them through all their paperwork so dave name some life skills because i think this is a big dad one dads need to be involved in teaching their sons life skills um yeah like i guess luke was uh driving our car around in our front acre doing circles around in our big yard yes. with levi in the front seat i don't encourage that but maybe <laughs> They have a very safe place you can We're in the country. try to no, teach your kids to drive yes. at an early age. but That's right. But other life skills. like Yeah, learning how to open a bank account and save mm-hmm. money, invest your money. I mean, you can do some very simplistic man- money managing yes. you know, things with your kids uh, earlier in life. And that's right. How to, I mean, what, wash clothes, do dishes, I and mean, having a chore chart, that, that sort of sort of gets that that ball rolling right definitely and our son jonah um we might i mean the thing with teaching them life skills is you're always going to overlook something and feel bad about it like how to change a tire how to change a tire (laughs) jonah might have been stuck across the island and we realized we had never taught him how to change a tire yeah maybe that's what i'll do tomorrow with luke and levi good idea but jonah figured it out you know they do if you give them the resources to be thinkers and to know where to look and he had a phone with the internet and he could look for YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. At least it. teach your kids how to find things on YouTube. Do it yourself. But actually, at the end of chapter 13, I'm just realizing there is a list of life skills by age that I recommend through doing a bunch of research um, that our kids all have. So t- definitely use the resources in this book. It's packed full of them. So yeah, keep teach your kids life skills. I know that on true confession here, when I went to college, I have an awesome mom. Love her. She was the best. But she did a lot for me. And when I got to college, I realized I didn't know how to do laundry. So <laughs> make sure you teach your kids to do laundry. 
I was just thinking DMV. I just sent my kid to the DMV the other day. Now he's doing our yeah. We send him on now. Check. Jonah, Jonah is so independent now that we send him with our errands. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Next one is uh, number four. Help them develop a secure identity. Ooh, this is a good one, Dave. I'm going to pass it off to you. You're good at this topic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think identity is probably you could also almost you know in terms of importance put that at number one. I think anything that that we can help guide our kids towards is having a secure identity because I I think nothing else really can happen well in life without knowing who you are and mm. having a sense of purpose for life and. So good. And, um, you know, you and I both know that our kids, we believe, can get their true sense of, of purpose and identity from knowing the, the God that created them and, and pointing them in the direction of, of, of him and, and his word and what, what God says about us. And we know that through time, there's there's no greater truth or truths that mm -hmm. are that than what's in God's word and what he says okay. about us, that we're created by him and for him and that um that he loves us and ha in his eyes we have infinite worth you know apart from anything that we do or say you know grades likes on instagram it, it, it really none of that matters in comparison to to the god of the universe who who, who loves us perfectly and that's and, right. and wants our best that's right and i think junior high and high school is such an important time for kids to grasp this because they're so especially vulnerable to just, you know, all the things the world tells them about what makes them matter or not matter. But really, at least when they're growing up, we're here for them. They can come home and we can pick them up and cheer them up and speak truth to them. So the goal would be by the time they launch that they know this for themselves, that they know when they go away and get a bad grade, if something happens, they're struggling they can return to the truths that they yeah. know. And so. I mean, I, before we leave that one, just yeah. practically speaking, I mean, it, the role the parents have is just being a conduit, right? Being being That's an expression right. of, of that Father in Heaven, that, that God that loves them perfectly. In our imperfect way, we can express some of God's love to them yep. as they grow up, and, they, and we can even explain that and say that, you know, we love you because God's put that in our hearts and mm -hmm. gives us the ability to love you, and we want you to know that we are an expression of God's love for you. So they, they can place their their appreciation for what they're get, receiving from you. They can they can place that on God and realize that that's ultimately who their, their father is. That's right. And God's word, right? We need to, like, that's right. we need to hide God's word in their heart and... Yes. We need to give them specific areas in, in God's Word, Scripture, that they can memorize and, and put into practice. Right. And, again, sorry, but another resource I have to mm. shout out. At the end of the chapter on identity, there's a whole list of Scriptures that um, talk about the verses that have um, relate to our kids' identity, things that they might memorize, things that they might write down and put into practice as they go through this. So, yeah. important uh, resource there. And Next, number five. Five, make sure they are ready. And you have in parentheses and consider a gap year. Right. Ready for life outside of the home, you mean, right? That's right. Outside of the supervision of parents. and Yes, uh, because not all give. kids are going to go to college, but hopefully all kids are going to move on, or most. There's you know some unique situations. But, yeah, we can hope that our kids will one day get a job and move out. Uh, 
join the military, maybe get an apprenticeship, go to college, do something where they're independent. But we want to make sure they're ready. And I think it's so easy to just push them through the system, you know, go through 12th grade and then off they go. But sometimes kids aren't ready for that. So I think it's important to go more by their maturity, emotional maturity, responsibility, and just see where they're at and maybe talk to your kids about a gap year. It's probably not super popular yet, but our two boys have done it and it has made a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to open the door to like a gap decade, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're just saying a gap year. We don't want to exactly. scare parents right now. Right. It, it, with this idea that we're, I mean, it's been around, I think for a while it's trending kind of a little bit more, at least mm-hmm. from what I've heard kids taking a little bit of time. The truth is, like, we live in a society of K through 12. We kind of have this, like, break after, you know, grade 12. You're supposed to move on to something else. I mean, I forget what percentage of kids go to college. I mean, some kids don't. Some kids actually maybe don't need a gap year, per se, but they're going to be at home for a little while before they figure out the next step. And that's fine, too, right? Yeah. But um, as for our kids, I think at least our first two want to go to college. But we really felt that they needed that extra time. And what did we find out with Josiah? I mean, what what did that do for him? Right. Well, I mean, and our kids were a little young. They graduated at 17. Mm. Um, but yeah, Josiah just had a phenomenal year. He he worked hard. He saved money. He really took time to think through what he wanted to do for college and um, took his time writing his essays and retook his standardized tests and earned some scholarships. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Life-changing, literally. I mean, one of the best choices he has ever made, I think, was taking that gap year. And he was so ready then to mm-hmm. go to college. Yeah. And then I think... The number six kind of ties into it because we can talk about Josiah. And, uh, the number six is get them connected to community. Mm. Like, what does that mean? What is community? Yeah, I love just talking about community because it's so much of my heart for um, raising kids. I love the idea of kids getting connected to people of all ages, mentors, role models, our boys, you know, hang out with some of the uncles we say here in Hawaii. They go fishing or um, spend time kind of being mentored by all different men and I just am such a believer that believer that influence is important and that we choose wisely the influences in our kids life and our kids begin to then choose wisely for themselves so community getting plugged into community has yeah. been super important I mean I think of just size gap year he, he did a lot of that just getting really well connected with people he did and our kids I think you know, even though they're going through this time in their life now, that's something we're trying to be intentional about is that's right. I mean, we're one perspective, right? And that there's other people with wisdom out there, a few gray hairs that, that, that can speak to our kids and see them from angles that we don't and give them great, great wisdom. I mean, I think of like, uh, Proverbs, you know, um, when you walk with the wise, you become wise and, Mm -hmm. um, plans fail for lack of, counsel and right. with many advisors they succeed right so yeah luke even touched on that stuff in last friday's episode mm, <laughs> yeah so get your kids connected to the resources for sure that are all around you in your community yeah and in high school i think kids need to realize that it's not just mom and dad that you know live this way think this way the more that we can introduce them to others but i want to say specifically as far as the launch goes community mm. I, the reason i included this in the list is because our hope is that then when our kids go away to college or go away to be independent that they will seek out community wherever they are Mm. because once they've experienced that that support and realize how helpful it is to have other people in their life we want to know that they're going to do that where they are so like josiah for example um who would be more by nature an introvert has 
intentionally gone away to college and like he goes to a men's prayer meeting at his local church and I don't know if there's there's might be a couple college students but it's mostly older men but he knew how helpful that was to him back here so he sought that out and he seeks out opportunities in his dorm and in friendships and doing different things because he realizes the value of that yeah community because really i mean a mom's fear maybe more than dad's i don't know if dads think about these things but the last thing i want to imagine is my son like struggling somewhere away from the security of home and being like all isolated alone not talking to anyone you want to know that they have the resources to reach out okay Okay, and number seven seven is for us moms for you moms (laughs) uh, make sure you have a life of your own i'll let you what does that mean you talk about that right well briefly I know it helped me dropping Josiah College to come home and be excited. I was still editing Boy Mom, and I had all these projects. And, of course, we had three other sons, so we were busy. But for any mom, I encourage you in these earlier years before your kids are grown to make sure you've got a little going on, whether you're involved in ministry, whether you have a hobby, an art, a passion, a job that you love, something so that when that day comes um, that the kids go away, that you – still know who you are. I hear from moms who are like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I encourage you not to lose yourself in those years. And to, um, you know, because I guess when Levi launches, that'll be a while. Do the math. Don't do the math. (laughs) Don't do the math. We'll be elderly. (laughs) But it does make me sad to think of no kids in this house. So I want to know that we've got enough going on and that we have a great marriage. Like, Mm -hmm keep working on that marriage mm-hmm. so that when kids aren't around you're, you're not just staring, staring at each other going who are you who are you <laughs> you want to be excited for those empty nest days mm-hmm. right babe i agree totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay well we hit the end of the list but there will be a link in our show notes to this blog post where hopefully you can read through it and start planning now, whatever age your kids are. And show notes are always at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm trying to start giving these um, a URL so that you can find them. I think this one will also be found through monicaswanson.com forward slash episode 20. I'm going to try that. We'll see if it works. But um, hey, Dave, thanks. You're good at this. You tell me, I mean. Yeah, that was fun. You did awesome. Is that all right? The truth is, you know what? Um, When I first planned on starting this podcast, I was imagining in my head that Dave was going to co-host with me. And do you remember that? Yeah, kind of, maybe. (laughs) Because here's the deal. I don't remember agreeing to it. Here's what I did. So I got a podcast course, Pat Flynn's. That power up podcasting course because i know me and i need to go a course is really helpful because i'm a slow learner and i need to go back over things over and over and i was like dave let's go through this together and we'll start a podcast yeah he didn't say no but he didn't exactly say yes i kind of went through because i you did it at night when i was trying to go to sleep and <laughs> i have dreams of pat flynn go ahead podcasting. Give, give us pat's line dave loved it when pat would say um, you're doing so great. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that's so <laughs> he, encouraging. He and I'd be like, oh, that's so sweet. He, he, and does, like, he doesn't even know me. How can he be proud of me? <laughs> Whereas I took it personal. I'm like, he's totally proud of me. Dave. Well, as I started to realize it was going to be the boy mom podcast, I was like, well, I guess Dave's not going to co-host. I, but I bowed out and you, you took it and ran. I did, but it's so fun that you can maybe join me occasionally. Yeah, I can drop in on, on occasion. Some- Maybe some men are listening and they will get a little out of you. So Mm. if anyone 
listening wants to track you down and follow you i always give guests an opportunity to say like where are you on social media dave <laughs> where am i on so yeah you can't find me <laughs> he has an instagram guys yeah, let's I blow mean, up dave's instagram because like no. once a year he posts a picture yeah. of a mango or a kid's birthday you do not need to yeah tell us come on instagram. give us your instagram name at dave swan at Dave it's, Swan, it's say hi to Dave over there, and maybe we'll get him to actually start posting and doing stories. He yeah. actually he does most of the work for Luke's Instagram account, so um, he is on Instagram. He's just not building his own platform. Yeah, I don't really do the work. I just take some photos or you do. video of him right. that he wants to use and keep track. You you know we both keep an eye on things because yeah for sure Luke's out there and. So are a whole lot of other people. So mm -hmm. we, we filter, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you. I hope you'll come back with us another time. And um, uh, it's yeah. been fun having you. For sure. All right. Aloha. All right, guys. Well, that was Dave. Now you got to know him a little bit. I forgot to mention that some of you do know Dave because we've done a few YouTube videos together. And so if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel that I have not been super consistent on, but I've done a few series that I use YouTube to record videos. So if you go to my blog, look for the little YouTube symbol, go to monicaswanson.com and you'll see the little YouTube symbol. Tap on that and there's some series Dave and I did about everything from um, <laughs> about life in our 40s as women. Dave kind of gave us a little health angle as a doctor and we've done a few other videos too. So um, that's kind of fun. But I um, hope you enjoyed getting to know him a little bit and I'd sure love to have him on for future episodes. He is full of wisdom and has so much to offer. So hopefully your men got to listen or you can pass it on to them and they might listen as well and get to know Dave. And um, I just want to thank you again for being here. I will be back on with a Friday, an Aloha Friday episode this week, and we have so many great topics coming up. We're done with these book topics, and we have a whole list of things coming up in the weeks ahead. I know there are things you're going to be excited about. I've had lots of special requests, and I'm trying to listen and track down the right people for some conversations that will help encourage and support you in the things you're facing as you raise your sons. So um, I just want to thank you for your time, guys. You mean so much to me. Do check the show notes at Monica Swanson dot com forward slash podcast is a sure bet but we'll get that figured out over time and hope you have an awesome week ahead god bless you and until next time aloha